Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Research, a segment of PT Meal Podcast in partnership with the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. So in this segment, we will take a deep dive into the research and talk to the authors of select articles published in the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. In this episode, we will discuss the research entitled Framework for the Priority Actions of Filipino Physical Therapists in Disaster Risk Reduction and Management. So I'm pleased to have in the show the studies authors Francis Clarence Chua and Dr. Cheryl Didi Nelly Obra. Francis is a, a currently an instructor, one at the Mariano Marcos State University. He obtained his bachelor's degree in physical therapy at MMSU in 2017. Dr. Obra is currently a professor, one at the same university, Mariano Marcos State University. She was awarded the 2022 Outstanding Professional of the Year in the field of physical therapy by the Professional Regulation Commission. And also she received the 2017 Outstanding Teacher Award from uh, the Mariano Marcos State University. Moreover, she was recognized as the best performing individual in health research uh, in 2021 by the Region 1 Health Research and Development Consortium. Congratulations, Dr. Aura. So... Also joining the conversation is Rian Rolaine Simon, a local disaster risk reduction and management officer three in the municipality of San Nicolas, Ilocos Norte. So welcome everyone, and I am thrilled for our discussion today. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for being here and, uh, you know, spending your time with us to really discuss this very interesting um, study that we have here. Uh, uh, before we start, and to give us you know a little context for our listeners and viewers, could you uh, give us, uh, Sir Francis, a brief overview or summary of what the study is about? Okay, Professor. So our study, as you had mentioned, is titled The Framework for the Priority Actions of Filipino physical therapists in disaster risk reduction management. So this was conducted in order to develop a framework wherein physical therapists could be integrated into the disaster risk reduction and management initiatives of Ilocos Norte. So this was a mixed method study that utilized a research and development design. So 20 selected physical therapists were given a questionnaire to answer. Uh, meanwhile, we were also able to interview 10 local disaster control office members, including the then uh, provincial head. Uh, the results of the study showed that physical therapists had minimal exposure to disaster scenarios due to a lack of training and experiences in disaster response. But uh, they perceived themselves as willing and prepared to participate in disaster management. The study also revealed that physical therapists are not a part of the local disaster management team because of limited awareness on the roles of physical therapists in disaster management. So the specific strategies for the priorities for actions of physical therapists in disaster management were identified based on the results of the study and its theoretical underpinnings, leading to the development of the action-oriented uh, framework for physical therapists in disaster management, which we dub as the NALAGDA framework. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as I've said uh, earlier, this is a very interesting topic since the Philippines uh, experience 
disasters, natural disasters year after year. We have floods, typhoons, uh, flash floods, uh, landslides, uh, earthquakes. So um, this is, I mean, very apt for our setting in, in, in the Philippines. And what made you decide on, on this topic and how, how did you come up with it? Well, uh, this was actually our undergraduate study, me and my groupmates. Uh, if okay lang po sir, shout out ko po pala sila. No? Si, uh, we have uh, Mr. Carl Wences de Padua, Miss Lovely Deos, and Miss Jessame Andres. So uh, me and my groupmates, uh, and our advisor actually was Dr. Obra po pala. So yeah, that was a few years ago. So uh, the typical beginning of any uh, student research writing involves two things identifying a topic and formulating a question and we started off just like with any other group uh rejected ideas <laughs> uh although admittedly those were unpolished ideas mm-hmm. however uh we were thankful because those were simply a stepping stone towards the creation of an even more relevant research idea and it began simply as a joke my groupmates and I were mulling over our uh, the revision of our research idea when we heard our instructor in organization and administration talk about climate change. Mm-hmm. So we joke around saying that maybe we should look into physical therapy and climate change. One of us even humorously questioned the roles of ETs in climate change, saying that uh, what can we do in climate change? Uh, pick up trash, clean up, uh, guard, uh, clean up the coastlines, and mm-hmm. so on. We laughed it off initially. However, the idea lingered on to us long enough until our ignorance towards it was wiped off. We eventually began to seriously question on what physical therapists could really do in climate change. Then the question evolved into what can PTs do when disaster comes? What can PTs do during emergencies? So that sort of stuck with us and we eventually winged it. We played with it until we were able to come up with our final output. Thankfully, with the guidance of our advisor, we were able to make it work. Mm-hmm. So the novelty of the idea really stuck with us and greatly impacted our decision to stick with the topic. It was unique and at that time not talk about much. As cliche or exaggerated as I might sound, we felt as if we were on the precipice of an event that could help make revolutions in our profession. Of course, the fact that Ilocos Norte and, by extension, the whole Philippines is disaster-prone, especially towards earthquakes, typhoons, and their associated hazards such as floods and landslides mm-hmm. played a huge role in the decision-making process. This was also around the time when major disaster events such as Typhoon Yolanda were still big talking points in the country. So mm-hmm. those were all uh, the factors that led to us in pursuing this topic. Right, right. Uh, I, I I agree. If you know, back when I was a student and and, and working in, in the Philippines, uh, the only thing that I think that PTs can do there is like volunteer in packing packing like relief goods or or actually handing out relief goods, and and that's the only thing that I could think of back then. That how can physical therapists, um, you know, help out in those situations. Um, uh, I'm gonna ask, uh, uh, Ma'am Rian. Um, what in in a nutshell, what's uh, what does uh the Office of Disaster 
risk uh, reduction and management do in 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 those times uh, in, when when disaster hits? Okay, so the municipal disaster risk reduction and management office does not only um, work during the disaster mm -hmm. itself. Right. We all know that there are four phases of disaster risk reduction and management from prevention and mitigation, preparedness, response, and rehabilitation and recovery. So from all those four, as four thematic areas, there are really a lot of works to be done mm -hmm. involving the members of the Dream Council, which includes now the, uh, we include uh, the members of the council as the civil society organizations, mm -hmm. our private sector, and other members which are uh, regarded or which are included in the membership into the Dream Council as provided for the Republic Act 10121. Mm -hmm. So while reviewing the research study of Mr. Chua and Dr. Obra, uh, we come up with the thought that maybe the, the, these physical therapists can, can organize themselves and be members of the council as accredited or recognized ones so that their involvement in disaster risk reduction and management can be extensive. Mm -hmm. Not only in those as uh, what you said, sir, that they can be in relief goods or anything na hindi, uh, na, that are uh, simply simple activities, but also for the extensive ones like planning mm -hmm. and all other activities. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. That, that was my uh, my second question was uh, about joining the, the 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 management committee. Is it something that uh, PTs have to apply or uh, the the office has to reach out to the the PTs. How how does that happen? Um, actually, the membership in the DRRM Council we have four civil society organizations as provided for RA one zero one two one, and to be a member of the council they have to be accredited mm -hmm. as members of civil society organizations. So their association, like Ilocos Norte Association of PTs, if that's the name of the organization, they can be accredited or recognized by the municipal government or the local government unit. They have to pass their accreditation requirements mm -hmm. such as um, uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC registration, or any wow. um, certification from DTI or DOLE like that. Or maybe the, 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 the most is the SEC uh, re registration mm -hmm. so that um, and their members mem name of members so that they can be accredited in the local government unit also mm -hmm. there are there is also a guideline in the accreditation of disaster volunteers which the office of civil defense is um, actually they are the one who accredits the Disaster volunteers and make the the PTs can also be a member of the disaster volunteers. Mm, gotcha. Because back then I thought like the council would only you know make up with you know the DILG DOH and stuff like that. So uh, that's good to know that uh, PTs can can apply that. So uh, um, let me ask Doctor Alba. Doctor Alba, what's what do you think are uh, the skills or like basic education or training that? Um, 
physical therapist naturally right now has, or um, you know, uh, after graduation and and license, PTs have that can be useful in in disaster management initiatives. Uh, it is my belief that entry level physical therapists already possess the requisite skills, knowledge, and uh, professional behaviors uh, that are needed for the RRM initiatives. Uh, I believe in terms of their clinical skills, they are they are already polished and they are already uh, possessing such uh, uh, good skills that can be used during uh, actual uh, response and the recovery phases, during the response and recovery phases. But other than these uh, clinical skills, uh, they also possess uh, non-clinical skills, uh, particularly um, uh, administrative skills because they are part of their curriculum is the uh, the organization and administration. This is where we can uh, really help also during the mitigation and uh, preparedness phase wherein we can help the DRRMC uh, or the DRRMO in terms of uh, planning, mm -hmm. uh, planning for uh, either uh, contingency planning or even planning for the vulnerable populations wherein uh, physical therapists are advocates of the PWDs and the elderly. Uh, we can also involve our, ourselves as uh, community workers. Uh, that is also our education in line with uh, community-based rehabilitation and community development. We can engage ourselves in community activities like needs assessment, uh, community education, information dissemination, and all these things. And uh, I think uh, we are also trained to be educators. And uh, I believe that... Uh, Education is part and parcel of the four phases of the uh, RRM. We can, especially for for mitigation and preparedness phase, wherein the, there is really a mass for us to have a very aggressive information dissemination and community education, so that the people in the community can be aware of what is to expect during a disaster and how to protect themselves, if ever, and the, if that scenario is already in there then how they can help themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, those things I can think as the requisite skills that uh, physical therapists already possess mm -hmm. after their graduation. Right. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, it's, it's just a matter of applying those knowledge and skills in that scenario that we have. Well, would you think there, there would be a need for uh, more training like as um, uh, the some of the I mean, respondents would say that they're willing to participate in training, but would there be a need for further training to be able to fully uh, say that you're well-versed in, in the scenario of like disaster uh, risk reduction and management? If I may answer that, sir, I believe there is still a need for us physical therapists, although we we possess already the requisite skills, knowledge, and uh, professional behaviors to conduct ourselves during uh, uh, disasters, natural disasters. I believe that the concept of physical therapy in disaster risk reduction and management is uh, quite novel mm -hmm. and that uh, there are things to learn. Mm -hmm. So we may operate, uh, we have this idea that we may be operating as uh, healthcare professionals. That is our real orientation 
but I guess in the RRM is more than you acting as a healthcare professional. So I think we have to also undergo formal training mm -hmm. or we can attend the uh, some um, seminars, conferences along this line of the RRM. Mm -hmm. I see ma'am, uh, Rian was nodding. Were you about to share uh, some uh, insights in that? Yes, sir. Uh, actually, it's not only on the healthcare aspects that uh, our physical therapists can help in the RRM mm -hmm. because in that phase, there, that will be the response phase especially during the disaster. But they can also be trained on incident command system, which is the on-scene uh, disaster response. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually, it's an, or, uh, a system wherein there is a, a more adept or in-depth uh, uh, understanding of, of how to respond to emergencies. Not only that, it's the responsibility of the ERRMO or the MDRRM Council, but there is a structure which is the ICS organization where uh, the organization of physical therapists or the physical therapists can be um, can be included not only on response but they can be in uh, planning, logistics, and also finance and administration. And also there are they can also help in in the command staff of the incident command system like safety officer they can act as safety officer mm -hmm. they can also act as public information officer and liaison officer if uh if they will be um undergoing the incident command system training also they can only also um be trained on contingency planning because there is really a training for contingency plans for the formulation of contingency plans. And on, on the part of the physical therapist, they can help all, most especially in the emerging and re-emerging infectious diseases and that part on the uh, formulation of the contingency plan for ARID or the emerging and re-emerging uh, infectious diseases. And also, they can also help in. They can also undergo trainings on since they can also be utilized in data gathering, uh, rapid damage assessment and needs analysis on post disaster needs analysis, and of course the pre disaster risk assessment. They can all be a part of of the trainings for as long as um, they are willing to. <laughs> to be called for in the training mm -hmm. there are so many trainings that our physical therapist can be can be involved okay. at mm -hmm. and can be um can they can uh they can come and join however mm -hmm. the availability also is one of the considerations right i mean hearing those uh roles and positions that physical therapists can go into in, in the realm of disaster risk reduction management. I mean, that that alone is, you know, it's very exciting and interesting to hear that uh, in the future, some of our physical therapists might want to go into those positions and would say like, I, I might, I may not be in the clinics. I, I may, my passion may not be in the clinic. It might be in, in organization and community development in in disaster risk reduction. I mean, that's so exciting. Like right now hearing about that, 
that I, that that <laughs> that that's really exciting too. That's something to look forward to. Uh, we're 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 going into different, you know, different avenues now of practice, and those that are not yet explored, like disaster medicine or or emergency medicine, where physical therapists would not know, you know, that they can do things like that. So amazing. So. In um so Sir Francis in 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 the in the the study that you published, you also included the the nalag the nalag the disaster framework. Um, so in in those and and you've mentioned different um avenues where physical therapists can can contribute to, also as Mum uh Rian uh mentioned as well. But in 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 your opinion, where can PTs uh, thrive or excel uh, in in that framework. Okay, sir. So the easy answer for this would be to say that PTs would thrive under all phases mm-hmm. of the Nalagda framework, as it was specifically designed for the priority actions of physical therapists and oh, disaster management. Okay. Yeah. However, if I had to nitpick and choose, I choose the recovery phase because the transition of physical therapy competencies would be the most seamless under that phase because the recovery phase emphasizes efforts to restore and recover from the damaging effects of the disaster. So under the recovery phase, uh, I believe that the transition of physical therapy competencies would be seamless. Uh, Under the recovery phase, there are actually three strategies outlined. Number one is post-disaster rehabilitation and healthcare services. Number two, community development programs. And number three, post-disaster planning and monitoring. So strategy one would be the phase of uh, the Dalagda framework wherein most PTs would thrive in as we already pride ourselves as masters of rehabilitation and restoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pride ourselves in aiding individuals re-establish balance in their activities of daily living, work, leisure, and social participation. Under strategy two, I believe PTs would also strive under strategy two since we are also experts in community-based rehabilitation and we could facilitate accessible resources and services to the community and provide education and capacity building opportunities to the communities in need. Mm-hmm. Under strategy three, uh, it would simply require a combination of the expertise needed from strategy one, uh, strategies one and two, specifically our ability to closely examine the needs and problems of our patients, as well as our ability to communicate and interact with the community to advocate for change. However, as uh, Dr. Ovra had previously listed, there are many skills that uh, physical therapists already possess that could uh, be helpful in disaster management. And as Mamrian had mentioned, phys- uh, with the right training, physical therapists could perform multiple roles under disaster management, which is the, I believe, the essence of the Nalagda framework. And it's that we are not locking physical therapists only under healthcare skills or services and uh, it's more of a multi sectoral or multi um, disciplinary approach towards addressing disaster management in which I believe physical therapists are already uh, experts uh, experts in uh, we pride ourselves as flexible and uh, versatile healthcare professionals so 
That's why I said the easy answer for this question would be to say that all phases, physical therapists would thrive under all phases of the Nalagda framework, sir. Yeah, and and like if anyone or any physical therapist want to like just dip their toes in uh, trying it out, if that's for them, or if they're they feel that they can't, you know, want to feel it out first and, and see if they can really contribute. Because I think the the greatest barrier there is that this is unfamiliar territory for us, so we may not we may have the skills and you know the the, the basic knowledge there but having no experience with that it, it would have you know create some imposter syndrome might not be for me or i may not be able to contribute there so that would be where you know the training comes in uh and and added you know experience for that so um at, at present physical therapists like clinicians and healthcare professionals in general are um you know uh participating in disaster or emergency responses is not not as you know popular as doctors uh, going to disasters right doctors or nurses but how can we raise awareness on the roles and capacities of of PTs that 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 they have that they can play in the in the scenario of um, disaster risk reduction in, in management well, uh, the main strategy I could see that would help our awareness is through utilizing the power of our uh, technologies. Uh, we are already doing a part towards it, sir, with your interview, which we are really thankful for because uh, we are already maximizing our information and community, commun- communication technologies, especially with how the internet has evolved to become part of society's daily flow. So initiatives through social media play a large role in raising awareness. So we could highlight scientific researches and evidences, display testimonies of real-life experiences from physical therapists, discuss our personal experiences if uh, ever we have some, uh, posts, PubMats, and other uh, information and education materials. We could invite... uh, volunteers or members through social media. Mm-hmm. So we could host webinars and trainings there. So I really believe that one of the largest tools or most powerful tools that we have right now is the internet and social media in order to uh, quickly raise awareness towards the roles of physical therapy in disaster management. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so Francis, after the publication of your uh uh, study or and when you were uh, producing it and, and writing it, have you had a chance in, in participating in uh, any disaster risk reduction initiative uh, locally in, in your area? Well, personally for me, sir, the best I did was try to volunteer uh, a few years back uh, when a major typhoon hit our area. But beyond that, I really could say that I have not really had any major involvement or role Mm -hmm. in trying to participate in disaster risk reduction Mm -hmm. uh, management initiatives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Ma'am, Rian, as you mentioned earlier, you know, organizations can uh, apply for accreditation in that. So can individual uh, professionals 
also apply for uh, being a member of the council or just, you know, share their knowledge or expertise? Actually, sir, um, individuals can can be members of the disaster volunteer groups, mm -hmm. which the Office of Civil Defense is uh, actually advocating. Oh. However, for for a member for the council, there should be an organization. I see. Mm -hmm. So they have to be organized first uh, with the necessary requirements and then they have to be accredited in the local government unit as members of the local special bodies to be members of the council. Mm -hmm. But definitely, um, welcome, uh, welcome naman lahat. Mm -hmm. all, all, all individuals are, are welcome in disaster risk reduction and management because uh, we believe that they have all the capacities, mm -hmm. the knowledge and skills that they can share. Uh, not only their skills as PTs, but in other aspects that they have, like what uh, Dr. Obra has mentioned a while back. Mm -hmm. And yes, Dr. Obra? I, yes, sir. I think uh, I fully agree with what Mamrayan mentioned. Uh, siguro, if there's one thing that uh, limits physical therapies, in the country, uh, more particularly in uh, the province. Just like me, I really do not know the process of how to be, to join, how to join the DRRM uh, initiative, uh, DRRM office for its different initiatives. So it's nice to know that uh, for as an individual, you can you can really join. Mm -hmm. And um, well, for Mamrian to know, uh, we have an association here actually in Ilocos Norte. We are under the Philippine Physical Therapy Association, Ilocos uh, chapter. Okay. So I think that is a consideration for our chapter now mm -hmm. to have its accreditation uh, with, the, with the MDRRM. So, and uh, looking at it right now, uh, I think uh, it's, it's a good... Uh, opportunity for us because uh, Sir Johan, we have already established our CBR clinic. We have partnered already with the municipality of San Nicolas and uh, we have uh, a clinic uh, already based in the municipal health office. Mm -hmm. So at least uh, we have, uh, with this partnership that we have started, maybe the MMSU faculty, I don't know, Mamrian, if that is available, if that is possible for us to, to join um, as an extension of what we are already offering to the locality of San Nicolas. Uh, Ma'am, maybe we can talk about it. Of course, the, with the proper uh, agreement or understanding uh, with the higher offices, with our higher yes. offices. And also, if if it would be possible for you, I will be having a training on basic this uh basic incident command system on the nineteenth to the twenty first of October. Maybe two of you can join wow. training as an yeah. as an initial step. Mm -hmm. yes. That's amazing. Face to face po yun. Mm -hmm. uh, it will be conducted here in the municipality of San Nicolas. Right, and and PPTA uh Ilocos Norte chapter, right? Uh, can be might be the you know pioneers in this and you know that you're the first chapter to uh join in the uh disaster risk reduction management uh you know scene and 
other chapters may follow you, like whatever you guys do there. Since you're already in, in that, your 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 feet are already there. You have you already established a, a community based rehab, and most of the initiatives are centered in community uh, awareness and education and promotion. That is, uh, yeah, something that other chapters can can look up to as a benchmark. So, uh, Doctor Albert, do you see if ever a physical therapist would go into this realm of disaster um, and emergencies, uh, would you see it coming into the community-based rehab um, area or would it have to be separate from it since it's going to be like a different um, entity? <laughs> I think, sir, it would be better for, for it could be a niche specialization for physical therapists separate from the community-based rehabilitation mm -hmm. so that the focus is really on disaster risk reduction and uh, management. I think uh, the community-based rehabilitation has its own uh, focus mm -hmm. of which uh, the DRRM may not have the same, although they may the, the needed skills and knowledge may be overlapping, but it would be nice to see more physical therapists going to this niche of uh, uh, disaster activities. Mm -hmm. Another specialization, right? All right. Um, so, um, uh, Sir Francis, how do you see your, your research impacting the profession? And later on, how do you see it uh, take off in, you know, later years? What's next with after your research? Well, in terms of impact, sir, as I've mentioned, we, me and my group mates, had this cliched belief that, as I mentioned, we were on the precipice of an event that could help make revolutions in our profession. And it has only grown stronger as our study had advanced and evolved. So I believe, or we believe, that this study serves as a stepping stone for a whole new adventure for all physical therapists nationwide. This opens up a whole new dimension for the profession. This could allow for the unraveling of new practices, new techniques, new guidelines that are specific for this field of work. This study is an evidence that within disaster management, physical therapists could find a niche. It presents a new opportunity for physical therapists, especially for those who are inclined with what disaster management has to offer, such as emergency response, relief efforts, disaster preparedness, and so on and so forth. We believe that physical therapists by nature has always been one of the most flexible health professionals, whether by role or by setting. PTs may work within clinics, at home, at hospitals, at the gym, within schools, within offices, and in the field. This is simply another extension of our multiple roles and settings within our practice. Mm -hmm. So this could also help physical therapists gain more recognition in the eyes of the community and the administration, something that I believe our whole community has been longing for for a very long time. And lastly, this study, I believe, is an impetus for physical therapists to play a vital role in sustainable development and social responsibility. It allows us to contribute to the development and improvement of our society, especially the welfare of our stakeholders, especially those in need of our services, such as the elderly and the PWDs. Mm -hmm. Thus, it is required of us to establish uh, actions and initiatives towards meeting their expectations. It is our social responsibility to focus on enhancing the 
uh, accountability and transparency of our actions within social, ethical, environmental, and economic efforts, especially in a country that is as disaster-prone as the Philippines. So as to the next steps uh, for our research, well, uh, Dr. Obra has, uh, we've had some conversations on possibly conducting a follow-up study towards the validation of this framework because, well, we could never fully say that this is, this framework will work until it is validated. And again, there are many steps that we could use towards uh, further enhancing uh, physical therapy involvement under disaster risk reduction and management. We could try to look also of the possibility of maybe including it as a topic under our current physical therapy curriculum or just try to find ways on trying to inspire future generations in trying to become advocates towards disaster management. And hopefully this leads to a chain of responsibility and volunteerism towards our nation. Hmm. Uh, there, uh, this could uh, branch off into so many things since disaster management is a specific niche or a specific uh, specialization. There are many other avenues related to it that maybe we could try to branch off of, such as uh, the imp- uh, what we could do to impact climate change, the possibility of environmental physical therapy, which I believe is a new field also that is currently being advocated and many more. But uh, so many ideas running through our minds right now. But hopefully one day we get to see the impact of our study towards our profession. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting to uh, stuff to look forward to. And we are going to, you know, keep in touch with you guys to see how you're doing with the project and, you know, have you share with us what's going on, what's new in, in the scene of, you know, uh, uh, disaster risk uh, reduction and, and management uh, in terms of uh, physical therapy involvement and, and engagement. Um, what I am really excited with what you said is like with us, physical therapists with all our skills and, and the knowledge that we have, it's not just applicable in the clinics, but uh, we being able to contribute in, in a bigger uh, role with our community and the society, uh, not just in, in treating patients, but actually making a difference in terms of, you know, planning and policy and affecting uh, a whole, you know, city or, or government or locality. So that's, very, you know, very exciting just with just the, the topic itself. It's very exciting. Uh, so um, thank you very much uh, to everyone who uh, give the, gave their time with, uh, you know, to us and uh, this podcast in the discussion of uh, the study entitled um, Framework for the Priority Actions of Filipino physical therapists in disaster risk reduction and management. If our listeners and our viewers are um, curious to read about their study, it's available in the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. I will post the link uh, with this um, episode so that you can come and visit and uh, you know take a look at what uh, they have published there. 
So um, just last words for our viewers and uh, our listeners. Uh, what can you, um, what message can you give to our physical therapists who are listening to our conversation and uh, in terms of their participation in uh, disaster risk reduction and management? Probably let's start with uh, Ma'am Rian. <laughs> oh. Uh, I can say that physical therapists have vital role in disaster risk reduction and management. We cannot deny the fact that DRRM approach in the Philippines is continuously evolving. Mm -hmm. In my own perspective as disaster manager, it is necessary to include physical therapists in DRRM since the, the, this concept entails multi-sectoral coordination. Thus, they, have, uh, they are very knowledgeable in many ways which can lead to the attainment of the goal of DRRM to have a safer, adaptive, disaster-resilient Filipino community towards sustainable development. So with this, uh, I am very thankful to Dr. Obra and Sir Francis for, for choosing me as a reactor in their, in their study and to Sir Johan for this opportunity to be a part of this uh, podcast interview. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma'am. The end for you know uh, being here. Uh, you're always welcome. If you know if you have anything to share with us and our audience, you're welcome to come back in the show, uh, Doctor Albra. Uh, yes, sir, Johan. Thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to participate in this podcast and to disseminate more our research study. And uh, I wish that the physical therapists out there uh, could open their eyes and uh, see that there is an opportunity for them to be involved in uh, disaster risk reduction and management. May we not uh, limit ourselves uh, and confine ourselves in healthcare facilities because physical therapists can do more and that uh, we, we already possess the requisite skills, knowledge, and behaviors to be involved in the, this very um, uh, timely and very uh, important uh, activity of disaster risk reduction and management. And so it's just for us to be abreast of what's going on uh, in terms of uh, the RRM initiatives, try to hone ourselves, uh, try to uh, involve ourselves in the formal trainings and that uh, uh, let us not hesitate to, to join this niche of uh, physical therapies in the RRM initiatives. Thank you so Thank you so much, Dr. Obra. Sir Francis, last words? Yes, sir. So uh, I believe I already said a mouthful a while back, so I'll try <laughs> to keep it short. I look forward towards participating and learning about disaster management with everyone so that we may ensure the safety of our fellow Filipinos. All right. Again, thank you everyone for joining us in uh, this conversation and to our listeners and, and uh, viewers, uh, go catch and, and read their uh, study in the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. The link will be posted with this episode. And to everyone, thank you again and uh, always be kind. Thank you. You've just finished listening to the latest episode of Behind the Research, a collaboration between PT Mill Podcasts and the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy. Thank you for spending your time with us, and I hope you've learned a lot from our researchers and guests. 
Catch us in our next episode as we dive deeper into published articles from the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy, the official journal of the Philippine Physical Therapy Association. I'm Johan Alpas. See you next time.